And in three, two, one. Welcome to Do You Want to Keep Playing, a podcast about first impressions. Each week, we'll try to be opening 30 minutes of a game, then ask the question, do you want to keep playing? <laughs> I'm Ben. And I'm Jono. And this week's game is... Mercenaries Playground of Destruction. Hey, Mr. Jono. Hey, buddy. How's it going? It's going all right, thank you, my friend. How are you? Yeah, I'm. I'm very well, thanks. Um, oh, on this, very well. You know, very warm evening. It's um, quarter to nine, and it's still about twenty-four degrees. I mean, uh, like you've you've been to my place, right? Yeah. And, and I'm moving soon. Thank thank the merry lord, Indeed. because uh, I do have these lovely sweeping windows, which give amazing views across Guildford. It's beautiful. But yeah, it's beautiful. But it acts like a GD greenhouse. <laughs> <laughs> So I'm I'm currently just baking alive in my greenhouse, um, even though the sun has gone down. It's just refusing to get any colder. And I had to close the windows as well because we're recording a podcast. <laughs> oh, no. oh no, poor poor Benno. So things aren't things aren't going around going well for uh, old Benno Rooney. <laughs> Thank you very much for calling my my nickname back up again. Yeah. Um, speaking of incredibly hot things, mm. right? Uh, yeah. oh, I, oh what a segue I just to say before you go into this that is an excellent segue thank you very much my yeah. friend um we uh I, I saw you at the weekend you did i i traveled back to guildford sunny guildford back in time to guildford yeah so i went to the guildford chili and cheese festival oh yeah uh, the annual, should I say, Guildford Chili and Cheese Festival. Now, uh, people may be wondering, Jono, what is yeah. Chili and Cheese Festival? Because that sounds that sounds almost too good to be true, right? It sounds as middle class as F. <laughs> <laughs> and you'd be right. Just a lot of stalls of um, people selling their um, their wares of chili and cheese. Um, yeah. You know, a few other bits pieces. There's a couple of bars. There's some bands playing. There's um, a falconry display. Uh-huh. There's uh, a chili eating competition, which is my favourite part. I mean, the chili eating. We can talk about that in just a second. Sure, sure. Because <laughs> something quite magical happened in that. Um, they 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 also combine the chili and cheese, don't they? Quite yeah. a bit. So you get chili in cheese, and then you get chili all sorts of stuff. And I know you're you're quite good with spices, whereas I am less. No. Able I didn't realise how bad you were when um so I, I ended up going to this uh this stall mm. and this guy was like um I've got this like syrup you can put it's like a chili syrup you put in and I, you make I make cocktails with it, it's really good for like, um mojitos and stuff and I was like, Oh that sounds really nice and he's like, Do you wanna try some? And I was like, Okay, so he poured a bit into him. I had a pint glass, so I just finished my cider. Sure, yeah, yeah. And yeah. he poured a bit in a bit of it into there and then pulled some like pineapple juice from somewhere and then proceeded to fill the entire pint with it so i thought it was just gonna <laughs> so i got i got a free pint of pineapple and this spicy stuff and it was it was really delicious um, so fair place so i bought some and then, I, then moments later after that that um exciting uh scene uh i bumped into <laughs> you. you you turned up with um with your lovely lady wife and your, your lovely son yeah um yeah. and i was like i was telling you the story and um you went oh i'll try some well um, no no very, hang on johnny i, I said oh that sounds lovely and then you yeah. said hey why don't you try some yeah. and then because of stupid you know english pleasantries i had to try some there was no way there was <laughs> you, you basically cornered me you hoodwinked me sir <laughs> uh, i think we're remembering it very differently uh, but <laughs> you you had a, a, a sip and then proceeded just to go wow 
Wow. <laughs> wow. Very hot. Oh. Do you know what's oh. crazy, buddy? I had a I had a tummy ache the next day. Really? <laughs> yeah. I really can't do any kind of spicy stuff. Whenever if if I were to go to Nando's, I'd say no spice, thank you. Nil spicewar, which wow. I believe is Nandoese for uh, no spice. No spice. Yeah. Uh, whenever when yeah, whenever I go to a, a place where they have a you know um there was a Thai uh, place I think in in the, the the shopping center in Guildford that used to do awesome. I can't remember what it's called, like Thai uh, Express or something. Remember that one at the top of the shopping center and the food court? Chi- it was a Chinese place, wasn't it? Was it a Chinese place? Yeah, and you used to do takeaway in those cool like little cardboard. Yeah, that's Chinese. right. And we used, we used yeah. to pop over there and get some, and uh, and then they'd say, "Oh, how much spice do you want?" And I'd always be like, "No spice, none, <laughs> none, none." I feel like I've I've really rammed this point home now that I can't do spice. <laughs> yeah, it, it well, I, I learned this lesson. Um, at the weekends, where you um, almost had a breakdown after my <laughs> frankly mild chili uh, chili drink. Do you know, so I also, uh, as we were heading out, all these people there they're cramming their wares on you, and actually, yeah. it gave me a fantastic idea because as we were walking out, there was a um, I think it was a Vietnamese food place was trying to. Um, it was the end of the day, yeah. so they they were sort of just giving away their stuff almost for free. It was like three pounds for all this kind of food. Oh, yeah, we walk past them as well, yeah. Yeah, that's right, yeah, yeah. yeah. And uh, and it made me think, next year, I'll be in the new house, which is just across the road from Mm. the Chili and Cheese Festival. Yeah. So what we could do, we could orchestrate it so that we go back to mine afterwards, and Mm. perhaps dinner that night will be all the remnants of the Chili and Cheese (laughs) Festival. (laughs) All the the scraps that they can't get rid of. We'll, uh, We'll purchase them for a real cheap and have ourselves a king's banquet. Sounds great. As long as we see the chili eating competition, I'm I'm all good. So let's talk about this, buddy, because <laughs> I got I got a little glimpse at the weekend yeah. into what it must be like to watch wrestling with you. <laughs> <laughs> so at the at the chili eating contest, um, yeah. you you were in your element. I was having a whale of a time. You were, yeah, you were uh, you were hollering. You were doing hand signals and stuff. <laughs> you were at one point. I thought you were going to just like spray your beer out. And it was a cider out into the air. You know, like some sort of Triple H type situation. <laughs> I, I was, but you know, I've got to be said. Everyone was having a well of a time. It was a oh, very exciting, intense encounter. Um, yeah, I've I never think, seen think... anything like it. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> lots of lots of shouting, lots of chanting, lots of um you know what is, what is it that you have to say before they start each round? Oh, what was it's it like this year? Taste it was the burn or something. Yeah, yeah, this year it was like three, two, one, taste the burn. Was, it was feel the burn, feel wasn't the it? Burn. it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Taste yeah. the rainbow. Taste uh, the rainbow. Skittles eating competition, very different. Very exactly. different festival, that one. Yeah, that's yeah. next week in, in Putney. Oh, I'd say that with lock jaw. <laughs> um, so just for the uninitiated Jono uh the chili eating contest is quite literally what it does on the tin what it says yeah. on the tin it's not chili con carne it's no. actual chili peppers yeah and, and they, they start off get hotter yeah yeah and they have a, a kelvin rating <laughs> it's not <laughs> it's, a kelvin rating it's the um uh what's it called the um, nebuchadnezzar rating no um it's the scoville rating the the the, the neo from the matrix rating <laughs> Yes, he's hot. 
and I've 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 watched um, that three years in a row, and every yeah. year it's like a tiny girl that wins it, <laughs> and all these drunk dudes think they're really good, and they end up like falling yeah. off their chairs or throwing up, like or the guy did at the end of this one. Yeah, yeah exactly. Yeah, there was there was some young punk who went up there yeah. who thought he was the boss. No, <laughs> and and he really was not. Although he made it to the, the very final, didn't he? Yeah, he was the second last person to to go down. <laughs> and as this demure woman um, who yeah. didn't really look like she'd had any, like occasionally she'd tap her forehead with a hanky. Yeah. Um, that was the only sort of hint you got. And it was a very warm day, so it could have just been from that. Could have just been um, it was pretty hot and she was in the sun. Yeah, yeah that's right. Yeah. <laughs> as, as she was being given her little award, there was just a guy stood next to her just <laughs> being sick on the floor. <laughs> it was excellent. <laughs> and of course, the crowd were there going, because yeah. that's what happens in yeah. middle class you know, countryside towns, as soon as they have a few glasses of that West Country cider, <laughs> they turn into an unruly mob. Yes. Um, yeah, I, I enjoyed it thoroughly. At one point, I tried to class it up a little bit by giving the Caesars thumbs up, yeah. um, which didn't really go, go down well with people because they I were, they were saying, let's, let's double down on the chilies. And I was there going, mercy, give them mercy. <laughs> like that fantastic Channing Tatum film, The Eagle. <laughs> Get your thumbs up. Give them mercy. You, um, you, you, have, you talk about that film more than anyone else. Very good film, John. Who were involved in the film. <laughs> apart, from, apart from Mr. Tatum himself. Oh, of course. Do you reckon there's any chance he's going to be Gambit? Holy hell, Jono. <laughs> wow. Yeah. Okay. That was a sentence. Yeah. I mean... This yeah. is what uh, this is. I, I've not written this down of things to right. talk about because I make a few little notes. So I'm a professional, yeah. you know me. Sure. Um, Comic Con happened this week, Johnny. It did. Did Did you see Did you see the Marvel stuff? Yeah, it went. It went. Uh, I mean, bananas. there's. It's crazy. Okay, let's just let's just talk about Channing Tatum for a second uh-huh. because he's one of the only movie stars not to be cast in anything Marvel so far. Do you think there's any chance he's going to be Gambit? At some point, or do you think they're just going to get someone much younger nowadays? Because Gambit uh, was always a bit sort of like mid to late thirties, wasn't he? Yeah, 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 yeah. I mean, there is a chance. It's just, I being that it's not nineteen ninety five anymore. I don't think anyone really cares about there being a Gambit movie. <laughs> Uh, How dare you, like... sir? You say that, but then in ten years' time, you and I are going to be going to the cinema to watch the Gambit film, right? <laughs> I mean, I, you know, I'll watch anything, basically. But it's yeah, going to be yeah. part of the Apocalypse Phase 5 Marvel Studios arc. Yeah, I don't know what they're going to do with that stuff. Because they kind of, actually at the end of the conference, yeah, um, Feige just went, oh yeah, um, X-Men and uh, Fantastic Four. Yeah, no, no, we're, um, we're, doing, we're, doing, we're doing that. Of course, we should, we should probably <laughs> yeah. say, this is, this is, of course, the uh, Marvel mm. uh, SDCC, San Diego Comic-Con yeah. panel. That happened on Saturday in Hall H, the the hottest ticket mm. of uh, of the convention. Um, apparently, the big... people have been queuing for forty eight hours to get in. Amazing, amazing, it's um, amazing. The big, yeah. I think, the big announcement, sort of the the ones to take away, is they're doing another Blade movie, which is nuts. That's huge. Um, yeah. yeah, and um, do you think the... it's going to be a hard R? Do you think it's going to be PG? It'd be interesting to see. Actually, now they're all, they're all owned by Disney. Um, if I was them, I'd be like, just do it, just do it as violent as possible you know really yeah well it's played you know i think people have a certain amount of attachment to those those films and they will ask what they want um but you know we'll see we'll see but, but um, you've got to remember johnny people are idiots like we, yeah. we don't know what we want like remember remember they said guardians of the galaxy and we all went oh rubbish what even is that and I mean, now guardians of the galaxy is fantastic i you know <laughs> 
in, in Kevin Feige we trust. Whatever he does, I'm he, I'm pretty sure it's going to be good. It's pretty much true. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And what then was, um, what was your what was your biggest takeaway from it? Thor, Thor Love and Thunder. Um, wow. With uh, Natalie Portman is going to be Thor. Um, I mean, we it, all thought she'd taken a, a, a bow, didn't we? Yeah, I think you know. In all I think fairness, she did as well. <laughs> out, when that all that stuff happened, she was right. Like she she. You know, she was in the correct, and also the person that she had a falling out with, like the head of Marvel at the time, um, is gone. His way out of the. Out so of hang on. So what? What happened? What, what's the story? What's the gossip? So, what's the so gossip originally, um, Dark, Thor: The Dark World. Yeah. Um, Natalie Portman um, wanted a female director, and so she got her friend Patty Jenkins in, ah, and then Wonder Woman, Patty Jenkins. Exactly, and okay. so, but then um, the head of Marvel at the time. Um, who basically there was a went just before they got bought by Disney there was a bit of an internal war, uh, which Kevin Feige ultimately won, um, mm-hmm. and he was the guy who famously was like I don't want any solo women films I don't want merchandising of the women because right. um, they don't sell like he he was just he that he was like I don't want to spend money so that's why the uh, wave one uh, phase one was very like cheap I'm, I'm imagining was, a proper like nineties yeah. sort of studio head type person. Yeah, he was the yeah. guy who basically um, told, like, he was, like, um, announced Iron Man 2 as being directed by John Favreau before they asked John Favreau if he was going to do it. Um, that sort of stuff. And so he was very much, you know, I, I, this is the articles I've read. He's been very much painted as the villain. It might not be actually the case, but that's, you know, as I understand it. Anyway, okay. so so um, he basically forced out Patty Jenkins um, and... That basically forced Natalie Foreman. She was she was forced to stay on due to contract dispute, and her role was greatly reduced in Thor: The Dark World. And I think you know, having now seen Thor: The Dark World and Wonder Woman, I think we know <sighs> that she was probably in the right. <laughs> I mean, Wonder Woman is a pretty great film. It's on Netflix right now, actually. It's awesome. Uh, I yeah. believe, yeah. If, if anyone wants to go and pick it up on there, uh, yeah, Thor: The Dark World, I'd say is my second least favorite of yeah. Marvel films, perhaps. Yeah. Of course, the the least favorite being one, two, three, the Incredible Hulk. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's, yeah. It's, uh, it's, is it? it is, yeah, is that the worst? We don't really talk about our least favorite Marvel films often. No, we're we're a very positive podcast. We tend to like to only talk about things that we genuinely like. That's, that's um, very true. Uh, for fear of this intro going on for 900 years, I want okay, to say okay, on okay. a Marvel tangent, um, I did see Spider-Man Far From Home this week. Oh, I find it no spoilers, it. please. No spoilers. No, uh, no spoilers. It's really good. Everyone can <laughs> say it. Everyone stick around for the post credit scene because it puts the, the film up by like a whole point. Oh, really? Yeah, it's it's excellent. Okay. So yeah, really, really worth watching. Really good. If you like the first one, um, more of the same. Very good. I- I've still got my dilemma, Jono, that um, my wife wants to go and see this, mm. and I also want to go and see it. And and whenever we go, whenever we go and see a Marvel film together, me and me and my dear lady wife, we always end up having a blast, and uh, it's like a special sort of thing, right? You know, when we both want to go and do something. But but we've got the child, <laughs> and now now he's not a baby. We can't take him to the baby cinema screening thing because there's not a chance he's going to be sitting still for two hours or however long home, uh, far from home is. Yeah, it's a while. Yeah, so um, so the, the only options are to leave him in the garage. Um, yeah. Which <laughs> is, you know, not a great option. I'm not um, seeing a downside yet. <laughs> uh, or, you know, try and, try and get someone to babysit for him. But even that is, I feel a bit weird just going off yeah. to the cinema because I kind of, I like hanging out with him too. Mm. Going yeah, to see it... Captain Marvel with him and, and my wife was... Uh, one of the great cinema experiences that I don't think I'll ever forget. It was, it was kind was, of wonderful. 
he was a delight on on Saturday as well. He was. He was. Do you know what's funny? Uh, immediately after that, he got the worst cold. I think he was sort of starting to get it a little bit. He was bit. a bit sniffly, yeah. He was a bit sniffly. And then um, Saturday night, uh, we barely slept a wink. He was up all, all, all night, basically. And uh, and then Sunday, all everything just went to, to hell and high water, you know. We, we ended up just putting duvets out on the lounge floor just to, <laughs> just to kind of catch... All oh. of the stuff that was falling from his face—it was—it was quite the day, yeah. yeah. But he's he's on the up now. He's, he seems to be uh, getting better. This oh, is uh, Ben's child cast. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> um, so uh, very quickly, then any other any other stuff that came out of the Marvel uh, panel? On um, there was the, there was all the TV stuff that seems like it's going to be great, but yeah, know. I mean, I think. We're now at the point where there's no way none of us aren't picking up a subscription to Disney Plus, right? <laughs> yeah. Like, I mean, at least so... I've got the excuse. I'll, my, my son will be two years old by that point, which is yeah. perfect prime time <laughs> yeah. for that. But yeah, uh, yeah, there's there's so much good stuff. WandaVision, uh, the, the the Falcon and the Winter Soldier stuff. Yeah, WandaVision is because um, she's been announced for Doctor Strange 2, so that's going to link straight into Doctor Strange 2, which is yeah. great. Now, that seemed quite cool as well. Apparently, it's going to be yeah. the first uh, horror-ish film in yeah. the universe, which would be interesting yeah. to see how that goes. Indeed, well, Scott Derrickson came from horror, so, um, you know. Oh, I, did he? What was Yeah. Uh, I don't know. Uh, hmm. Maybe you, give me a bit of lift music. Do you know, all right, okay. A little bit of lift music for you, buddy. Uh, and we're back. Sinister. He did um, the Sinister films. Sinister films. They are all of those because the first one is pretty good. No, Sinister. That's the first. Oh, yeah. He produced the others. Um, uh, and he also directed Hellraiser Inferno. Oh, which dear. is probably terrible. I um, did. I did all the hell every every year, Jono, around about uh, Valentine's, around about Halloween time. Hmm. I do um, all of the horror films from a certain series. Yeah. So a couple of years ago, I did the um, the ones. Oh, what is it? Friday the Thirteenth. Did yeah. those? Uh, did the um, did the what are they called? Uh, gosh, they're so good. I can't remember them. Um, but anyway, the Hellraisers was also another year that I did. Uh, what's what's the one which is? Oh, Halloween. There we go. That's what I'm thinking of. Oh, nice. That's nice. Season of Witch, Halloween three, which has yeah. nothing to do with the wires. Really yeah. good film. Really good film. Oh, nice. Yeah, but the uh, Hellraisers, they start off quite good and then they get um, just just weird, weird yeah. 90s-ish. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah, which sort of seems to continue. Anyway, back to the mm. plot. Yes. Back to um, the plot, my friend. Back to the plot. Do you know, do you know what? Speaking of movies. Yeah. I did watch a movie last night. What'd you see? Uh, I watched on, this is on Netflix again. Yeah. Um, P.S. Netflix and other stuff. Yeah. <laughs> I saw the, the remake of Old Boy. Oh. <laughs> yeah. I was, I was kind of, because I've seen Old Boy, as I'm hmm. sure you have, the um, it's South Korean, I want to say. South Korean, yes. Yeah. Uh, the original film came out quite a long time ago, 2003-ish. Yeah. And, um, and I really enjoyed that film. It was pretty amazing. There's, it's incredible, yeah. Uh, yeah, it's, it's pretty pretty crazy good film. And this one is a Spike Lee film. Uh, I'm not super into Spike Lee as a director, um, but I wanted to kind of, it was like a morbid fascination with it. I wanted to see what it was like, and it had Thanos in it, and also Scarlet yeah, sure. Witch. Yeah, Because so, yeah. that's how I identify my actors now. Sure, yeah, yeah. And, and of course, Nick Fury's in it as well. And um, and yeah, I just uh, I just wanted to watch it. And it's 
Yeah. It's it's very odd. It's almost like because the thing is, Spike Lee is a is you know a quite an acclaimed director. Yeah. He does sort of quite thought provoking pieces mm. uh, within a certain genre, I think. And this one, it's almost like they completely missed any of the point of Old Boy uh, because the original is sort of almost like a Greek tragedy yes. type situation. Yeah, yeah. And this one plays more just like a sort of regular thriller. Um, it's very, very odd, Jono. Yeah, I, I, yeah, I don't, you know, I don't really want to say it, to be honest with you. Um, <laughs> like, fair enough, if you've enjoyed it, like, it's cool. But like, you know, the original is so good and it's so perfect that I'm just like, I don't need, I don't need to see a remake of it. Yeah, it's, yeah. yeah. This, this whole like uh, I'm, I'm fairly certain it's to open it up to a wider audience yeah probably who don't, don't really like um, either South Korean films or subtitles yeah more, um, more likely subtitles yeah I, I actually found myself pausing it just after the, the, the famous hammer fight that yeah. happens uh, just to see if I was misremembering the originals version of that mm. um, of course if people don't know what we're talking about really go like try and track down a copy of old boy and watch it as long as you're kind of okay with pretty pretty out there insane quite grotesque um yeah it's not it's not for the faint of heart both um sort of uh visually and thematically yes yeah it's definitely an adult's film yeah on disney plus yeah, the, um, the, 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 um, you know, it's a very twisty film and there's a twist at the end, which I kind of clocked about 30 seconds before they revealed it. And I was just like, no, no, no. Uh, uh, no. Like that. And then it happened and I was like, oh, God. And it was, yeah. Yeah, so it was quite the experience. Yeah. So, so I, I sort of tracked down the Hammer Fight on YouTube. I paused the film on Netflix, tracked it down on my iPad, had a look at the Hammer Fight from that. And at yeah. that point on, I just kind of went, you know what? This the, These films are so polar just opposites yeah. from what they are because that thing is it's obscene it's just so good i think if i if i made films for the entire of the rest of my life i'd never be able to get anything vaguely even close to the, the mastery of that scene <laughs> yeah it's 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 an absolutely incredible piece yeah. of cinema um and he's uh Ch- park chan wook is an incredible director and like everything he does is worth a watch yeah, uh, Stoker. Did he do that as well? Yeah, I like that. It's oh, very, Stoker, all right, it's very you. understated, um, and very, yeah. you know, not quite as extreme as his some of his stuff. But I quite like um, Handmaiden is incredible. Yeah. yeah, what a film. Yeah, there's there's a, there's a turn in that as well at some point. God, we're yeah. not spoiling anything about these films, no. but that that turn, yeah, is just, brilliant. Uh, you go, yeah, well done. Yeah, <laughs> absolutely brilliant. Um, okay, anyway, buddy. Yes. We are not here to talk about any of these things whatsoever. No. What are we doing this week? This week, my friends, we are doing um, Pandemic Studios 2005 game, Mercenaries, Mercenaries. Playground of Destruction. Yeah. Say, Benno boy. (laughs) Benji boy. El Benarino, please. El Benarino. What do you know about Mercenaries, Playgrounds and Destruction? I remember John, a lot <laughs> yes. of people playing this yep. in in the office I was working in okay. uh, at lunch times and things like that. It was kind of one of those, oh, if you see mercenaries, yeah, it's really cool type mm. games. But I never played it myself, never really got into the lore of it or anything like that. So I kind of went into this one pretty fresh. 
Pretty fresh. Pretty fresh. Okay. What about what about you, good buddy? Um, I remember uh, it kind of the same thing. I remember it coming out. Yeah. Um, and I remember like uh, people, you know, good reviews and all the rest of it. But I never, I never actually sort of played it or anything. I, so I think it was the same-ish sort of time as Just Cause, wasn't it? Or maybe it was a few. Maybe it was a year after or something. Yeah, actually, we did Just Cause, so I can I can tell you if I go through my uh, my little list. Yeah, it's, it's, uh, it's fine. It's Just fine. Cause, Just Cause was the year after this. Two thousand. Was it the year after? Wow, because yeah. this looks a lot better than Just Cause. I'm just 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 saying. It does actually. It does. Yeah. Um, weird, weirdly enough, actually, um, uh, this I, I sort of talk about this, but like this is thing. This is you know much like Just Cause. This is very much the blueprint for. Um, open world yeah. games and what they were going to become. We can go into that in the actual thing. Yeah, but sure, yeah. So, yeah, so I, yeah, I don't really, you know, I remember apart from it coming out and there's a sequel as well, which I remember coming out. I've not played it at all. So this is very, uh, very. Mercenaries two, world on fire. Yeah, world <laughs> on fire. Nice. <laughs> uh, well, I guess now that we've done our bona fides. Yeah. Or lack thereof. Or lack thereof. <laughs> <laughs> oh, actually, Jono. Oh. It's time for a little segment. I like to call Educating Jono. <laughs> Beautiful as always, my friend. Yeah. Uh, Say, Jono, did you know yeah. this game, Mercenaries, it had yeah. a sequel, as we just talked about. Yeah. Uh, but then it had another sequel after the developers shut down. So the developers of Pandemic, and they shut down after, the, uh, after World on Fire happened. Okay. So the the third game moved to Danger Close, which was of Ooh. course an EA studio. Um, <laughs> and my dress and your, <laughs> and your and the name of your bed. Yeah. Uh, and, oh wow. Uh, <laughs> and uh, they 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 didn't finish it either. It never got released. That third yeah. Mercenaries game. However, for a bonus point, my little friend, yes, can you tell me <laughs> which uh, which franchise Danger Close did reboot? Oh, yeah. Do, do you want a clue? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Do you want a clue? Yeah. It's not Battlefield. Um, so it's not a cryptic clue or anything. Don't worry, you don't have to work yeah. out the, the words. I don't know. I honestly don't know. It's it's one that uh, our, our friend uh, Mister Mister Healy worked on, moved over there. It is of course Medal of Honor, ah, the reboot. Yeah, yeah. that uh, first that first rebooted Medal of Honor um, was pretty good. I remember. Yeah, it was. Yeah. I I seem to remember I picked it up in some sort of sale. Yeah, I played the first couple of stages and things, and then I I think I put it down and didn't ever go back to it. But I seem to enjoy what I what I saw. It was pretty cool. Yeah, nice. Also, big shout out to uh, Mr. Healy, uh, Mr. living Healy. up in, in, in L.A. There you go. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Jono, number yeah. two, did you know, and this is a great one, mm-hmm. this game was banned in South Korea, Oh, uh, the, the very neighbour of the country it takes place in. Sure. Um, but it was reinstated two years later. However, for another bonus point... My yes. furry friend. Yes. Can you tell me? People are going to think I'm an Ewok. <laughs> uh, can you tell me which games in South Korea are still banned? I've got four on the list. Oh God, these these are these are these are hard this week. I mean, um, yeah, I'm not just going to hand you any bonus points. No. You got to you got to um, work on these things. Four games are still banned in South Korea. Yeah. Um, I I don't know what what. Sorry. Draw some, draw some clues. Draw some yeah, clues. sure. What, okay, so the title of the first one mm. is uh, 
Male um, rhymes with bunt. <laughs> Manhunt. Very good. <laughs> wow. <laughs> yes. uh, and the sequel, Manhunt 2, of course. Yeah, both those are uh, banned for being too grotesque, yeah. along with um, Mortal Kombat, the 2011 version. Okay. <laughs> yeah, randomly. Yeah. Um, and then the last game, and probably not an easy one to guess, Homefront. Do you remember Homefront? I uh, believe yeah. it had Monica the Revolution yeah, attached guess, to it. Are the are the armies that attack like Korean or something? It's yeah, that's right. It's all about a unification of yeah. uh, North and South Korea, and then they go off and they start taking over parts of the world. I believe. Yeah, yeah. And uh, and they're they're really against that. Yeah, they are. <laughs> Over in South Korea at the moment. Yeah, they they're trying to do anything which doesn't inflame any kind of extra war. No. So um so yeah, none of none of that. Brilliant. That was and, excellent. And Jono, oh, yeah? finally, Ooh. my wickety friend. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. The character in this game of mm. Matthias Nelson, or Nielsen, yes. which is one of the, he's the Swedish operator you can actually choose. Yeah. yeah. He's a fully fledged actual character you can play throughout the entire game. Yeah. He's voiced by none other. Can you guess who it is? Um, I've got it written right in front of me, so I, I could oh, guess. Oh, okay, God, I guess your writings. Uh, uh, Peter Stormer. Yeah, very good. Yeah. Of course, uh, he's been the bad guy in about a billion films. He was the insanely Russian cosmonaut person in um, the film with Bruce Willis where they go to a meteorite to try and destroy it. What is that uh, one called? Yes. With Ben Affleck. Don't want to my eyes. Yeah, that's the one. Yeah. Oh, yes. <laughs> <laughs> what a great film. Um, yeah. yeah, he's he's been in a whole load of stuff. Yeah, including, he, I believe, uh, John Wick. He right? is, yeah. He is uh, professionally that guy in that film where you go, oh, it's that guy from that film. Oh, it's that dude, yeah, of course. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah I've got so a little, little wiki up here. Um, oh, okay, he's, he's been in, um, you know, at the top of wiki, it gives him his, like, you know, overview. Fargo, Prison Break, Jurassic Park, The Lost World, Big Lebowski, Armageddon, Dancer in the Dark, Minority Report, Bad Boys 2. <laughs> Constantine, 22 John Street, and until the video game Until Dawn. Oh, wow. Oh, yeah, of course. He's the, um, is he the psychiatrist in that video game? I've not played that game. Um, Along with Top Build, the cheerleader from um, Heroes. To give her a full name, yes. Yeah, and and second build, Oscar winner, uh, Rami Malik, I want to say. I was in that. Yeah, yeah, he's in it before he was kind of super, super duper famous. Yeah, before he was Mr. Robot. That's right, yeah, yeah. Just before that, yeah, uh, they really, they really got the uh, the pricing right on that one. That's good. It did, yeah. <laughs> um, anyway, Johnny, here ended the lesson, my friend. <laughs> okay, now we actually yeah. have done all our bona fides and run over in time massively. Shall we jump in? My friend? Let's dive in. Sweet, sweet, warlike sounds of <laughs> uh, of mercenaries. Yeah. Jono, how did you find the music in this title? Uh, the music in this title is amazing. 
it is. It is exactly so, what you want from this title. When it? doing my research early, because when I was playing it um, yeah. yesterday, I was like, this music sounds really familiar. Um, it's really good, really bombastic. And then I was like, um, I looked up, and it, it's actually, the guy who composed this is a guy called Michael Giacchino, who... Um, I think it's Giacchino. Giacchino, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Um, and who you, who we we all would know as the person yeah. who has composed the scores for every Pixar and every Marvel film, basically. The, the, the Avengers. He, he did yeah. the Avengers theme thing. Yeah. Everyone went like, oh, the Avengers doesn't really have much music. And now it's got the most recognisable yeah. yeah. theme song ever. But he also, also, yeah. He also did the, the reboot of Star Trek, which is what this sounds yeah. exactly like. So he yeah, went to his toolbox and went, I'll just use that Star Trek for this for Star Trek, basically. Do you know um, what? I've been, I've been a fan of his for a long time. And about when great. this came out, or maybe a few years later, because it was when we were at Codemasters together, yeah. uh, I was listening to one of his movie scores. It was Gattaca, an awful lot. Oh, no, hang on. That's Michael Nyman. Oh, no. Ooh. Got my Michaels mixed up, John O. <laughs> oh dear. Um, well, Michael, yeah, he's he's yeah, he's Incredibles, Star Trek, Mission Impossible. He was he was JJ Abrams' um, uh, guy, so he did Lost and Fringe and Alias. Um, did you watch Alias? Yeah, it's a great show for the what first three seasons. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Yeah. Not like, so like most of the JJ Abrams seasons. Yeah, it, it's great. It, it, the first two or three are great. It goes a bit downhill, and then it actually they finish it really well. So it's worth it's worth it. It's, okay, it's, cool. yeah. The first couple of seasons are like genuinely amazing, though. So if you ever fancy watching it, I think it's all on Amazon Prime. If anyone fancies watching it, it's, it's one of those ones that's on my list, along with things like um, Veronica Mars. Oh, uh, I know your favorite. I think the new series just dropped, didn't it? It did, but um, not in the UK. So if anyone out there at Keep Playing Pod, if you know how I can watch Veronica Mars, because I'm desperate. <laughs> Just order up one of those American uh, Region 1 DVDs. Yeah, maybe. <laughs> or a Hulu account or something, I don't know. Not one of those things, yeah. Yeah. Um, uh, just before we get any further, I'd like to say sure. this is actually a request from um, listener MJ Boylson. Um, MJ Boylson? Yeah, yeah. He, he contacted us on Instagram. Um, to say, can you do this game? And then, <laughs> again, recently he said, uh, would you mind just mind doing my game? Wait, 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 where's, where's my game? Where's yeah, my GD yeah, game, yeah. G- yeah. idiots? <laughs> you're, doing, you're doing games of people you bump into at parties. Why aren't you doing mine? <laughs> I listen every GD week. So, um, yeah, thanks, man. Thanks for the game suggestion. Thank um, you very much. And thank you even more for listening. Uh, you're a star. Thank you for putting up yeah. with... This, this nonsense. This yeah. yeah. <laughs> Anyone else has any other suggestions? Um, you can contact us on Playing Pods, and um, we will do. You know, we will not leave it quite as long. We'll do it as soon as we can. We've started keeping a list, haven't we, Jono? Yeah. It's a, it's a new dawn for the Keep Playing yeah. Podcast boys. We did we did keep a list before, <laughs> but the difference is now that we're checking it. <laughs> we're checking it, and it's also up to date and things. The, the yeah. list before had gotten very ramshackle. And yes. the, the pencil that you were using to write it just uh, kept on breaking. It's terrible, really. Terrible. Anyway, um, let's let's get into this game. You've chosen a this... four B pencil. <laughs> this, this, this pencil jokes now. <laughs> um, yeah. Okay. Right. Yeah. So, game starts. Yeah. And uh, we're both playing on PlayStation Two. I am. Yes. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Yeah. Good. And what do you see, buddy? So... There's like some news footage um, and it's kind of like uh, mixes in some sort of real world footage with uh, the voiceover. And there's uh, apparently there's been like a North Korean coup. Yeah. And um, basically they they've 
kind of taken over North Korea. Like the, basically, that they were on the verge of um, making peace with South Korea, and then the military uh, intervened, and they've taken over. It. It's all military law, military uh, law on in in North Korea. Martial, martial law. Martial law. Thank you, God. I was a struggle, wasn't it? Um, <laughs> basically. You then it's a get, military court. <laughs> yeah, exactly. You then get a um, sort of what can only be described as a mission briefing, as if someone did mission briefings using PowerPoint. Yeah, uh, um, which is how they imagine it is exactly yeah, like uh, in special forces. It just—it was a bit like it was a bit sort of like what, um, and you sort of find out that. Um, because of the uh, discontents and the um, issues in North Korea, you yeah. now have North Korea, you now have Chinese, the Russian mafia, apparently, <laughs> um, South Korea, and an allies force. And, we're, and they're all kind of vying for control of North Korea, basically. That's right, yeah. And you are a working for a mercenaries, hence the name, team, who have been asked to go in and take out a sort of a core group of this sort of military um, might, and they're called the Deck of 52, um, which is like the yeah. one for each deck card on the deck, basically. This, is, and this then, is very much borrowed from the Gulf War, I believe, <laughs> Yeah, exactly. any kind of American conflict. Yeah, I will say that this is all delivered via sort of a mixture of PowerPoint presentation and a weirdly jovial Australian voiceover. So, okay, yeah, let's <laughs> talk about the tone. Yeah. Because this starts off um, with, it's kind of almost like a black screen and people are talking and, and it actually feels like you're kind of in the room with a bunch of people giving a presentation. And the, I thought the voice acting was pretty staggering, actually. Like, just in terms of realism, because mm. normally you'd get someone who's reading a script and you can sort of tell and it's a bit, you know, forced. Whereas this actually felt like people just chatting to each other in a boardroom. And the fact that you can't see the, the rough 3D digital representations of them or anything like that just kind of makes it almost like an audio drama. I thought <laughs> it was, uh, tone aside... I thought it was produced very well. Uh, me too. I th- in fact, we should say now, like the production values throughout are excellent. Um, they really the, are. Yeah. You sort of touched on earlier the graphics. Um, really, kind of stand up for for a PS2 game. Yeah, I mean, we'll we'll go into the graphics. I noticed something in the graphics, Jono, which I think you'll find fascinating. I'm sure I will, as you always do. Yeah. <laughs> I talk about these things. Yeah. Yeah. yeah so uh, so this. Um, yeah, the, the the funny jovial tone of your group of mercenaries. In fact, it's just a solo mercenary going in because there's some sort of moral reason why they, they can't be tied to it or something. Yeah, they basically kind of go, and of course, well, this is just a job for one person, and you, they're yeah. like, yeah, of course it is, and you're like, it it is it okay, is? cool. Taking <laughs> on it, three different armies? Are you sure? <laughs> yeah, they kind of explain it away, but you know, it, it's. The whole the whole tone of this game is very heightened and kind of um, uh, you know almost deliberately sort of uh, macho and you know over the top. Yeah. So I kind of appreciated it. <laughs> of course you did. Yeah, <laughs> that eighties uh, power power tone stuff going on. Power there. tone, yeah, sure, <laughs> love it. Um, yeah, I was uh, I was kind of getting some time splitters sort of uh, jibes from yeah. a bit from yeah. the tone, but also the graphical kind of style of it as well. It sort of reminded me a bit of that. Um, Definitely. Definitely. Yeah, I think maybe just because time splitters is also a very very pretty game. Yes, <laughs> uh, and a similar kind of era from this one. Yeah, yeah. So, 
go back yeah. and listen to our episode on it. Um, oh, yeah. Soon. Yeah. Um, so then you the get into... Choose... the archive. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> uh, you then get into like a choose a character screen, and there are three yeah. characters to choose from. There's uh, Chris Jacobs, mm-hmm. who's... Um, do you want me to go through them all? Like a brief yeah, sure. Yeah, 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 of course. Yeah. That's what the yeah. people are here for, Johnny. Oh, the details. Uh, the details. They want them He's the new a... show. <laughs> uh, Chris Jacobs, who's a former Delta Force operator from the US of A, uh, he is, and each one has kind of got a um, a different stat. So he um, he can endure more damage um, yeah. than other people. Also, each one of them are fluent in a language, which means that um, when you come across different factions, each one can understand some of them but not the others, which is right. quite. It's okay, quite a nice yeah. idea, I thought. Yeah. So he can speak Korean. So he, if he comes across Korean army people, he can, and also it helps him infiltrate a bit better. That's yeah. how that worked. I didn't really I did nice realize idea. that's how that worked. Yeah, because there's a bit about disguises, isn't there, mm. where you can. Well, this like, is it. Go on. Uh, yeah, I didn't realize this until I was reading this later on today. I thought it was just like a fun yeah. kind of bio fact about him. Yeah. It's like you can speak Korean. You're like, that's cool. Yeah. I bet that'll never come up in the game. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> Set in Korea. <laughs> no, that, that's which I thought was a really cool touch, and I kind of wish I'd known that. Um, yeah. Uh, but I imagine they, you know, I, I by the end, spoilers. By the end of my time, by the end of my time with this game, I think I was still very much in the tutorial section. Yeah, me too. Yeah. So <laughs> the second one is Jennifer Mui. Yeah. Um, Mui? Uh, voiced by Jennifer Hale, who is a Fem Shep in um, uh, yes, yeah. Aspect. Um, quite, yeah. quite a famous uh, video games actress now. Yeah, she is. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Anyway, uh, she was an MI6 agent before joining XOPS. She's highly efficient in stealthy manoeuvres. Um, she's born to a Chinese British family in Hong Kong. She can understand conversations in Chinese. <laughs> okay. And the last one is Matthias Nilsson um, yeah. by your man, Peter Stormore. Stormare. Stormare. He was once the Swedish Navy artillery. Um, now he's a mercenary. He's extremely reckless, violent, and obsessed with explosives. He's he just moves faster. I mean, uh, that is basically his his character in all the films as well. Yeah. I'm sure <laughs> exactly. And he's fluent in Russian, so that's of course he is. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, so you can understand the mafia question mark conversation. Yeah, maybe. Yeah. yeah. Interesting so, that Russian mafia would get involved in in this war, particular. You know, it's sh- sure. Yeah. Um, anyway, I I selected uh, Jennifer as my character. Who did you go for? I went with Chris Jacobs because nice. I thought that's who you would go with. The the every man. We're playing this game. You're trying to get a flavour. He's quite clearly the um, you know, the the the, the down the down the middle. Yeah, all rounder kind of class. Well, so I, yeah. I went along those lines, but uh, but this is good though because it will it will sort of show how different our gameplay experiences are with the different yes. characters. Yeah. So then yeah. once you've once you've done this, it sort of shows you a little FMV, mm. uh, which is probably quite similar to the opening one that you see, and it's just saying about North Korea not being up to any good. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, but the thing is, it's an actual FMV though, Jono. Yes. As in formation video, they're using proper recorded of people videotape stuff. Mm. And I've got a note here saying, oh, I wonder if this is going to be jarring when we go in game. And then my next note says, oh, it totally is. (laughs) Because the the game looks good enough to stand on its own. I don't know if it's maybe a production choice or if it was like a cool thing to do in 2005. Who knows? Um, Using FMV and things. I I think Black did a similar thing, actually. Yeah, I think it was very of its time. Do you reckon? 
Yeah, oh, 100%. We've got these DVDs now. What are we going to fill them up with? Well, you know, completely. You know, it doesn't have to have that horrendous, like, interlaced sort of look that the PS1 era stuff had. You can do proper, you know, video and it looks great sort of thing, you know? Yeah, yeah, of course. Yeah, so I think, you know, I think very much a deliberate choice and very much of its time. Um, yeah. So, you know... Um, it is, and the pro- that is the problem. It is very jarring. Um, and then for a while, it went where they'd have like high res textures for the for the cutscenes, and then it would kind of cut into <laughs> low res textures for the game. Yeah. And now everything just looks good all the time. Yeah, I know. We're so spoiled these days. We buddy. are so spoiled. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I like playing, still playing Spider Man. It's just like just every the cutscenes. It's just like well, the cutscenes are exactly the same as the in game stuff. It just looks amazing. <sighs> So nice. Yeah, it's 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 nice that we've gotten to the point now where you can just use in-game stuff for the cutscenes, like the camera just zoops in and just goes, hey, this is where we're... And, and it doesn't look like Fallout 3 because that was mm. that didn't have the best example of that particularly. <laughs> but I, I've got exactly the same situation going on with Assassin's Creed Odyssey when I get time to play that. It's, um, it's staggeringly good-looking, that game. Yeah. Also, yeah, I'm, I come, so. I'm, I'm overcoming my fear of sharks as well in the open water, which is uh, <laughs> which is really good. It's computer games helping people, Johnny. That's what it is. Yeah, you're, you're working through a lot of uh, a lot of S. I've got a lot of S on my P. Yes, right. <laughs> Plate. That yeah, is, in case I know. Anyway. I don't know why you censored <laughs> that, but it's all good. Anyways, carry on. Let's move yeah. on. Move on. Cool. PG-13. So so there's a little cutscene. So you start off um, and you're in like a military style plane just in the sort of cargo area. Yeah. Much like you would see maybe Tom Cruise in a Mission Impossible film at some point, you know. <laughs> yes. Yep. Um, yeah. And um, you kind of get uh, your handler in your earpiece and you walk around the plane to kind of get your equipment. So you have pick up a PDA, which is essentially going to be your pause screen sort of menu. Mm-hmm. Uh, you pick up a machine gun. You pick up some grenades. And then uh, your handler's like, right. We're almost we're over the the you know the drop zone, and so yeah. you get into like a jeep, and then there's kind of a cool sequence where you drive backwards out of this cargo plane, and then you fall onto the ground, yeah. and then you kind of the it's, physics don't work, but it's the old, it's the old rolling start, Johnny. It's a classic. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's a classic, classic for a reason. Exactly. Um, <laughs> yeah. Plane flies low. Roll the jeep out the back. Yeah. Hit the accelerator, and you're off. Yeah, and then you Let's skip go. to a halt, and then the game starts. The player takes over, and yeah. so far, so good, if you ask me. I mean, yeah, the, the whole walking around the plane, mm. uh, picking up stuff and things, it's it's a sort of, one, it's showing you a bit of the controls, just to get you familiar with um, how a 3D game works, if you're not, yeah. not too sure with that. And and also, you know, the interact button. Um, and, and just sort of some of those kind of game rules, you know, some of the visual language of the game, because uh, the, the, the items you have to go and collect, they, they ping up on your little map, so it does that before yeah. it's, um, before there's too much stuff on there. It's, it's a nice little intro, that. Mm. I, was, I was very impressed. Yeah, yeah, I thought it was good as well. Um, yeah. yeah. So then you kind of drive along, and then you get like a voiceover saying, oh, you're in disguise. Um, <laughs> Who are you in disguise as, then? Oh, it, it, who knows? Um, okay. Just uh, your, your, your van's got like a North Korea um, badge on it or something. That's right. Yeah, mine had that yeah. as well. Yeah, yeah. Yes, yeah, so you're driving along, and then suddenly you're like, "Oh my god, they've they've blocked the road!" And then mm-hmm. you get out, and um, you get into a little firefight. Oh, this is different. Oh, okay. What, what did you do? Well, I I I saw they had blocked the road. Yeah, and they they went, "Oh, look, it's a person there. He's got a disguise on." Um, and so they turned into hostiles. Yeah. So I just hit the accelerator and just went around the uh, went around the roadblock. 
Oh, wow. Yeah, I yeah. probably should have done that. I got into a firefight, which, um, yeah, I could have easily avoided by just running through the <laughs> I've been playing too much GTA, it would appear. Clearly. Yeah, I, I just went right around the side, and then um, then there were a couple more roadblocks, weren't there? Which I'm guessing you had to fight your way through. No, I, I fought my way through the first one, and then um, uh, I got a jeep on the other side. And then okay. um, I, I did... There were blocks... Blocks, uh, sorry, roadblocks, but like I, the map, I could sort of avoid them. If that makes sense. I just, I just drove through the people after that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There, it's a funny. The driving in this game is a bit strange. I think maybe once again because we're so used to modern day games, mm. you sort of forget that back in the day, they did have you know railings that you couldn't run over. Um, yeah. Everything wasn't a physical object. And so I, I sort of came a, came a cropper quite a few times when I, I'd charge it like a chain link fence and then just sort of bounce off of it. <laughs> My Jeep would take a bit of damage. Um, and it, it just sort of, it reminded me how early on in the life cycle of these games that, that this product came. Because, you know, 2005, that's only, that's only about six, no. When did GTA 3 come out? Was it Millennium sort of time, 2001? Yeah, so I was looking up this sort of stuff earlier, and I think, okay. you know, you've got to remember, I mean, this is kind of... My initial sort of reaction to this was not quite as fav- favourable as um, it should have been. Like, us, talk- <laughs> us talking about this now is making me realise, like, oh, you know, it actually was had to have been a better impression than I thought. Yeah. Um, but then you've got, also got to remember this, like... Um, you know, it's cool that we've got like Far Cry and we've got like Just Cause and stuff. But you've got to remember mm-hmm. this this kind of laid the groundwork for, for those games. Um, and so, yeah, the driving's not great. But the, I imagine in 2005, it was like, look, you could drive everywhere. You yeah, you, buy all you this can stuff jump up. in a Jeep and drive. Mm. <laughs> Mind blowing. Exactly. So, um, yeah. So, I, 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 yeah, I feel I'm almost going to sort of edit myself as we go through the notes. <laughs> I think. Well, it's, it's one of those things, you know, GTA 3 kind of opened up the blueprint really for a 3D um, game like this, you know, third person sort of uh, action game where you could roam anywhere, open world type situation. Yeah. I'm fairly certain that was one of the first examples of that because I remember sort of seeing that or, or hearing about it and going, How, sorry, what? Hang on. Uh, <laughs> you're talking, you can walk around the entire city. Are you sure? Are you sure you haven't yeah. made a mistake there? Yeah. Yeah. As you said, like the first time I heard someone talk, describing like GTA three, I was just like, almost like, I don't know. I think you've got that wrong. <laughs> yeah. I think maybe you've made a mistake, sir. Yeah, now yeah. please leave my shop. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> this is when of course I worked as a photographer. Uh, I, I, um, yeah. So, and, and, and these days I, I always complain. Actually, I did complain last year about, uh, I think it was the, um, one with the robot dinosaurs on PlayStation 4 that's really, really good looking. Oh, and Horizon... Um, Horizon Zero Dawn, yeah. yeah. It's a really good game. And then I started playing, half, I was a couple of hours into it, and then uh, I got my copy of uh, Red Dead Redemption 2. Yeah. Which is the next step, really. It's, it's a great, big, huge evolutionary step on from those sort of games. And it kind of made me lament those third, uh, those third person open world games for a little while where you would just look on the map and you go, oh, look, here's the next mission over here. I'll run over here, do this sort of stuff. Get, look on the map, go to the next mission, follow the breadcrumb trail, all that kind yeah. of thing. Whereas Red Dead totally blows that out of the water and just goes like, here's an open world, off you go, sunshine. And, um, and yeah, it's, it's, it's really easy to forget that this is the kind of genesis, this time period. Of, of yeah. when it came around. 
Yeah, exactly. Um, and I think we had this as well with um, uh, Just Cause, where we were a bit like, you know, it does this, does this, blah, blah, blah. But you kind of forget, it gets, yeah. And it was also the first to do this. <laughs> yeah. So I think the destruction in this game is like, I mean, I didn't really see a huge amount of it in my playthrough, but I think it's actually one of the big sort of selling points of this game is that you could just uh, blow okay. up. You could just blow up all of these buildings. You could just like, you know, run around with your rocket launcher and just do stuff like that, which must have been mind blowing at the time, you know. Yeah, I, I, I sort of got a little flavour of that when I started mm. shooting my gun and I could you could almost tell the bullets were impacting things like vehicles and buildings yeah. and things like that. You could you could really tell they were creaking and they were about to yeah. go. Yeah, but, yeah. Uh, but I didn't. I didn't experience too much of the destruction either. I think it's because thirty minutes is not enough time. No. In this sort of game, to try and get through all of the tutorial stuff, no. the world building, all that kind of stuff. Yeah. So. Um, yeah. Sorry, I will say my first. I did the first mission in my playthrough. Is that what kind of you got managed to do? Yeah, I, I went and caught the two of clubs. Yeah. So let's talk about this. You get to yeah. you get out your jeep and you get to the allied base eventually. Yeah. And they sort of say, "Hey, it's the mercenary. Everyone, hold fire." <laughs> And uh, and then you meet, you go inside this base, and you meet the hilariously angry sergeant, who, who reminds me very much so of the captain in Twenty One Jump Street. Is it Ice Ice Cube? <laughs> yes, yeah, Ice Cube. Yeah, yeah, it's Ice Cube in Twenty One Jump Street. He's, he's kind of like him. He's a bit of a screamy, shouty type. Yeah, you know that 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 character. Um, and he basically hasn't got enough time for you, has he? No, he wants oh. you, he wants you out of his or out of his office as soon as possible, but. But hey, bring me the two of clubs, <laughs> and then yeah. we'll talk. If you, yeah, yeah. If you bring this for me, I'll see if you're worth my time. That sort of stuff. <laughs> apologies now, to no, our American listeners yeah. for those impressions. Yeah. Just, just apologies generally. I yeah. Think. Um, now, this is my interesting art corner bit, Jono. Okay. So. Back in the day, before mm-hmm. things like ray tracing uh, were, were commonplace, uh, if you wanted to do a mirrored kind of uh, floor, so when you go into the ops room, they've got a very polished uh, floor, right, where you can sort of see the reflections of the tables and the, and the lights and the TV screens and all this kind of stuff, the chairs that are in there, and it looks really, really nice. And it's a really, really subtle little kind of detail. Did you notice this at all? No, not at all. <laughs> Brilliant. So, so I think the thing is, you'd probably notice it if it wasn't there. You'd maybe think this isn't the, the pretty game that I thought it was. And I've got a feeling, I'm not entirely sure, but I've got a feeling what they've done here is, so when you, when you build an environment for, for a game, you, you make it out of polygons, it's a mesh, with textures on top of it. And back in the day, when we used to want to get a reflection for something in the world... You could mirror the mesh and flip it upside down and put it underneath the floor and then put a transparent sort of texture on the floor mm. so it looked like you are getting this kind of reflection uh, in the floor. And I think that's what they've done here because then I went outside again and I suddenly realised, oh, yeah, this is 2005. They didn't... I don't think they had sort of access to stuff like that. I might be completely wrong, but, yeah. um, but flipped and mirrored meshes, Johnny. Yeah, <laughs> little art tip for you there. There we go. Very nice. Um, and also, <laughs> well, you know, that's that's very um, it shows the attention to detail and the graphics and why it still kind of holds up now, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because when when you go in with that kind of level of why well, I want this to be the best looking mm. thing, then uh, then you're going to get some uh, some really nice results out of that. They're going to hopefully hold up. Yeah, well, it's good good for them. There you go. <laughs> 
There you go. Here under the lesson, my friend. Oh, brilliant. Well, anybody <laughs> artists out there, um, I hope you enjoyed that. Anybody artists, get in touch. Keep playing pod and ask, mm. ask for Jono. <laughs> <laughs> so you go off to kind of try and catch the tour clubs. And yeah. this is very much a tutorial mission. Yeah. You have to go up to the top of the hill, basically, don't you, where he's, yeah. he's kind of hanging out. And I, I didn't really come across too many new things they were teaching me. Um, there was a bit of hand-to-hand combat when you actually fight the two of clubs himself. Yeah, it sort of says you can either shoot him. You're like, sure, you can shoot him, but actually, we would like we prefer you to sort of knock him unconscious. So I just yeah. kind of ran up to him and I just smacked him with my the butt of my gun. Yeah, and then, too, you, yeah. then you, there's quite a nice little thing where you then call at, you shoot some dudes, then you um, throw down a smoke gr- grenade, which um, calls down a helicopter for ex- extraction. Mm-hmm. And you kind of throw him over your shoulder, and you walk over and you put him in the helicopter, and it flies off with the guy. And oh, that's quite cool, quite a nice little mechanic. Yeah, it was that whole that whole sort of. So if you press up on the D pad, mm. then it brings up this sort of left uh, radial menu almost with um, with things like airstrike, um, helicopter extraction. Um, I think your PDF might be on there as well. Oh, sorry, PDA, not PDF. <laughs> yeah, can, PDA. Can we just talk about the non-future proofing in this game? <laughs> so <laughs> it's one of those things where, like, he actually says when he picks up the PDA on the airplane that she goes, "Hey, you can get all your missions through this," and he's like, "What, really? Can it hold all my MP3s as well?" And you're like, "Oh, <laughs> you don't have to date yourself like that. That's okay." Well, you know, they probably thought that at the time that hey. the PDA was going to be the device of the future. I mean, yeah, this is, <laughs> you know, <laughs> presume this is a few years before smartphones actually got on. The- In fact, it is, isn't it? Blimey. Yeah, exactly. So, yeah. you know, stop, stop tech shaming them. <laughs> I will tech shame them. All we all know you still have a flip phone. <laughs> I do. Actually, it's, it's the slide phone from the original Matrix. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> do you know when I was it's at still... university? I, I, my friend actually had that phone, that model of phone. Uh, he's, well. He was a real so rich kid. Did you? Yeah. That's cool. You are pretty cool, though. I um, <laughs> I only had a Nokia thirty three ten, but I bought a phone cover from one of those uh, you know those stalls that they used to have in the town centres and things, of uh, and it had like a flick kind of thing on it. It was just, it was rubbish, but, um, but hey, I had a little flick phone type thing, just like the ones out of the Matrix, and that made me happy for a little bit. Oh, I'm, gl- I'm glad, man, I'm glad. <laughs> I'm glad yeah. you, you felt like, briefly felt like you were one of the cool kids. Yeah, briefly, yeah. <laughs> anyway, back to the game. Yes, um, so after you do this little mission, um, you then, they teach you about the cordon down airstrikes onto sort of some, you know, missile silos nearby, yeah. uh, all those sort of big sort of guns, and then yeah. they kind of send you back to uh, the base to pick up another angry, mission. Angry, angry, shouty captain. Yeah, um, so that was kind of the end of my playthrough. Did you get much further? I, I basically came out of the base and I just wanted to have a bit of a fun GTA yeah. run around, shooty, shooty type thing. Mm. And um, and this game's quite interesting because it is open world, but there are great big red areas on the map mm-hmm. that um, they're kind of hostile zones, I think they call them. And yeah. basically, if you go into one of those, then aircraft just fly over you and they just shoot you dead. They absolutely bomb the H out of you. Nice, nice way to gate, gate the map up, I guess. Yeah, so it's quite an interesting... I don't know if they um, let you go into those areas later on or if they're just sort of the physical limitations of the map, you know, because this is 2005, once again. Mm. So, yeah, I, I don't know. It's a bit of a, a bit of a funny one, that one, Johnny. 
Yeah, I mean, I guess you know, there's you, you're the hardware limitations of your machine. You can't be just drawing like no. entire swaths of section. I, I don't, I don't know. I, don't I know. mean, that didn't come around till just cause the year after. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> no, I, I guess it's more just like um, gatekeeping the missions and and the uh, the sort of perhaps le- yeah. leveling system yeah. and stuff like that. I guess. Yeah, so I, I just pulled that though. I jumped out of my Jeep and uh, I just did some like blah, 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 blah with the new gun that I picked up from the tour clubs. He has a great big kind of, um, it's like an M249 sort of situation. Yeah. Uh, like a Gatling gun sort of thing, whatever. But um, but that was that was pretty much the end of mine as well. And they, 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 one of the things they do really nicely in this is that they signpost what your objective is from the beginning. This is the Half-Life 2 thing that I always bang on about um, <laughs> seeing, seeing the Citadel. From the very yeah. first scene of the game, you see that and you go, that's my objective, that's my mission, I know what I'm doing. And in this one, they go, it's the deck of cards, uh, only only sort of 51 more to go after you collect yeah. this guy. And they kind of sort of say, um, you know, if you do well, we'll give you the info to get the aces, who are like the, essentially the four bosses of the game sort of thing. Yeah. Um, which would be the yeah. four... You know, heads of the four uh, fat crime families, oh, I guess. Like that. Yeah, yeah. Course, yeah, so it's quite quite a nice like idea, really. I thought. Yeah, I wonder if the suits of cards all uh, relate to those different factions as well. They probably do, don't they? Yeah, they probably uh, do. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um, <laughs> yeah. Well, that's, that that draws us to a close. So I guess there is only one question left to ask. Yeah, my friend, Mister Jono. Yeah. Uh, mercenaries, did you want to keep playing? An interesting setup with a cool world and sort of fun, varied mechanics. Uh, whilst I enjoyed my time in this game, um, I think it would have felt a lot fresher at the time. Um, being that this kind of game was in its relative infancy, um, the massive open world games uh, that we have these days. Oh, I, I, when did I write this? I must have been half asleep. Um, you, you, you need like an editor. Yeah, like a dear, proofreading type yeah, exactly. Yeah, um, keep playing pod if you're a proofreader, and you can yeah, help yeah. our help our friend John out. <laughs> I hope you think they're normally better than this, dear lord. Um, yeah, uh, basically, I've written um, uh, it's been replicated and bettered, which makes me think I'd rather just play a Just Cause or a Far Cry. Yeah. So it's it's kind of a maybe for me. I'm talking about it has made me think that maybe it's better. It is good, and it's it just because it, it's like you know. It invokes so many games that have just copied it and done it better that I just kind of want to play those, if that makes sense. And that's what I was trying to get up with my rambling nonsense. Okay. So it's a maybe for Jono. Yeah. It's a maybe on the fence. I think I appreciated it and admired it more than I liked it. I believe I'm about to turn your maybe into a yes. Okay. Hit me, big man. What did you think of it? Here we go, little wicket. <laughs> That's not sticking. <laughs> it's not, is it? Um, not a bad first impression, Jono. Because of the competent 3D, it's easy to forget where these titles fit in the gaming history. I mean, it's 15 years old. And 15 years before that, the SNES hadn't even come out. And that that is mind-blowing to me, actually. Mm. Just thinking, yeah. the different, this game is actually closer in time to the SNES uh, yeah. era than our current era that we're living in, whereas it feels to me like just yesterday. It's kind of bonkers. Um, I also found the now-aged uh, future tech, in quotes, to be quite whimsical <laughs> and fun. <laughs> it's just like, oh, yeah, remember the 2000s? That was nice. Um, having said that, I've played this game a million times since this came out. And, uh, and and better iterations of this formula do exist. Having said that, 
I'm pretty interested in the minutiae of this one. Uh, it feels like things like the disguises are just the tip of the iceberg of innovation. So yes, I believe I shall keep playing the uh, imaginary war efforts. I shall keep I shall keep to the imaginary warfare effort and keep playing. So basically, I think that we've we've touched on a few of those gameplay innovations that mm. I don't think you've seen in a lot of other games. Things like the disguises, um, things like being able to shoot everything around you and have it react. I. I think this is a victim of 30 minutes is not enough time to experience is, everything it? this game has. I think that if I'd done another 30 minutes with it, I think it would have been a strong yes, is what we should, I, I, we I should, believe. We should play it on our sister podcast, uh, the Do You Want to Keep Playing Extended <laughs> Edition. Yeah, we kept playing. Oh, oh. <laughs> colon, we kept playing. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> So that's it for another week. Certainly is. Join us again next time when we'll be putting another classic game through its places. Yeah. In the meantime, if you have any suggestions for us or for future episodes, or if you just want to get in touch and have a little chat, um, we are on Twitter at Keep Playing Pods. You know what? It's dangerous that we record this so close to 10 o'clock at night because both you and I lose our ability to read. <laughs> Seriously, um, with this uh, mixed with my uh, my appalling write-up, I'm surprised you let me continue to be on this podcast. <laughs> mixed with my glycoma, I yeah, can exactly. barely see. Uh, <laughs> um, yeah, uh, facebook.com forward slash keep playing pods. Um, you can email us, keep playing pod at gmail.com and uh, at keep playing pod on Instagram. Mm. Um, ben, Hi, where man. are which which podcasting platforms are we on? We are on Stitcher, Acast, mm. iTunes, mm. Podbean, um, which is, of course, our lovely host. Lovely and, host. And for the weirdos out there, we're on Spotify, but I wouldn't so recommend Jono. The person who Ooh. suggested our game um, also <laughs> said that he was one of our Spotify listeners, so you need to stop it. With he, said, he said, lay off the Spotify massive. He did. He did. <laughs> because they're a gang now. They're a gang from Reading, apparently. Um Reading. Very threatening, yeah. The Reading gangs—they're—they're they're serious stuff, Johnny. If you Gotta watch out a... for them. <laughs> I've been to Reading; it's fine. Um, Is it? Is if, it? <laughs> if, if you could give us um, a subscribe, a rating, and a review, that would really help our numbers. Yeah. Um, also, a little bit of a, a bit of a change this week. Um, I actually guested on another podcast, a rival podcast this week. Ooh. Not a rival podcast at all. So, um, <laughs> if anyone wants to hear me um, talk about music as opposed to um, video games, um, audience, please. Um, I'm on episode four, talking about my recent sojourn to 2000 Trees. Uh, give it. What's the name of the podcast? Audience, please. Um, my friend, what's the name of the podcast? Oh, God. <laughs> uh, my friend Adam runs it. He's a lovely man. Um, and uh, also features um, Becky Dark from another friend of mine who does a podcast called Point Horror. Um, do, don't point that horror at me. Um, so, which is about point horror books of the 90s and is excellent as well. So, um, I'll go and listen to all my friends' podcasts because they're lovely and talented, and I'm even on one of them. Excellent stuff. Did you yes. uh, did you did you have fun being on the other podcast and talking about music? <laughs> I'm not. I'm asking no, as no, a, as no. a as a friend, not as a jealous, uh, a jilted spouse or anything. 
it's horrible. It was horrible. It did remind me how much fun having a drink is whilst podcasting, though. So maybe I'll start, oh, yeah. start on the wine again. Whilst... <laughs> so one day, one day, Johnny, one day, we're back on the drink again. Sat exactly. across that kitchen table, sharing a bottle of red wine. Ooh, the glory days. <laughs> Just like the glory days, yeah. It was, it, it was, it was good fun, yes. Um, and I, you know, I don't really get to talk about sort of uh, music. Um, oh, yeah, it's so, your, it's your other side. Isn't it? it is. Well, you know, I've got a few. I've got a few. But it was really fun. So, um, yeah, give it, give it, give it a listen because um, hey. it was good. And hey, Jono. Yeah. Jono. Hey. If you're gonna do a nice thing this week, mm. why don't you offer to pose nude for an art life drawing class? <laughs> no one would enjoy that. <laughs> <laughs> but okay. But for me, I'm sure there's some um, some Adonis-like uh, folk who listen to our podcast out there. Okay. So, so maybe maybe it should be. Why don't you not offer this week? To, <laughs> yeah, because the live drawing class. Just not taking me up on it. Um, but hey, John, if you're going to do two nice things this week, mm. tell a pal. Tell a GD pal. Tell a GD pal about yeah. this GD, GD podcast that you listen to with your GD ears. <laughs> In your GD flat. <laughs> and it's ten o'clock, John. It's past my bedtime. Imagination's got out the out the window. <laughs> um, but hey, please do tell tell your pals. And yeah. um, if you are the recipient of a power telling, uh, and this is your first week, then hello, welcome, and yeah. uh, apologies. It's, it's it's normally better than this. <laughs> don't lie to them <laughs> this is actually I'd say one of the best <laughs> yeah, and um, uh, yeah I think that's it isn't it that's, uh, on that bombshell Jono until next week keep yeah. playing keep playing